Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. You will not fall. Your levels of meeting that you attend can save you from spiritual shipwreck and disaster. I hope with these few words, you are going to help people, even as the Lord has helped you. Amen. Help somebody to serve the Lord. You'll be very happy they did. And you'll be very happy that you helped somebody. There are some of you I have been so happy for you. I can't, it's enough. I want to find somebody else to be happy for. You have made me happy. It is okay. Now I'm now looking for nests. Amen. I'm looking for new faces so that I can be happy for them. So extend the same passion and kindness to others so that I can be happy for people. Seriously talk to them. Seriously. I mean seriously. Engage them that I want you to be around. Praise the Lord. Well, so today we want to end on brotherly kindness, but we want to leave it forever. It's awesome to be a Christian. If this is what Christianity is about, then I don't see the reason why people should not be Christians. The things we are told to add to our lives. There is nothing harmful in that spiritual formula. Nothing harmful. In fact, there is nothing like keep this formula out of the reach of children. You understand what I'm saying? How many of you have read the statement, keep this bottle or something out of the reach of children before? It means that it is harmful. Sometimes even when somebody is emotionally unstable, we, we want to keep the person away from even drugs that are not too harmful, but because of overdose, you could do something to them. But if you take overdose of this, you only get happier. There is no limit to Christian growth, to spiritual growth, because it is not harmful. There's nothing harmful about virtue, there's everything harmful about vice and immorality. There's nothing harmful about the knowledge of the Holy One, the knowledge of God, 
There is a wrong kind of knowledge. You don't want that. But God's knowledge, the knowledge of God, that I may know him, it doesn't harm you. There's nothing wrong with temperance. Oh, how joyful you'll be with temperance. You see, you upset your own self without temperance. You upset yourself. You upset yourself. You make yourself unhappy. You get depressed for the deficiency of temperance. So there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with patience, which is perseverance. You keep on keeping on towards the heavenly goal in the right direction. There's nothing wrong with it. How can there be something wrong with godliness? Because to be godly is to be like God. So there's nothing wrong with God. There's everything right with God. The ultimate thing to fix human problems is godliness. To be like God. That is why he made man in his own image. In the image of God made he them, male and female. Outside of godliness, we have all this filth and pain that we have on our hands. And there's nothing harmful about brotherly kindness. There's nothing wrong with it. To be kind, there's nothing wrong with it. Even if somebody has an evil mind, no problem. Go full-scale kindness towards that person. The Bible has declared who the winner will be. He said, who shall harm you if you be followers of that which is? Don't meet the slightest perception of somebody's dislike of you with a corresponding attitude. Don't do that. You will sink. When you sense immediately somebody does not like you, yes, I've seen where I need more kindness and love. And we are going to end on love. Because this thing is not just for the community of faith. See, if we only greet those who greet us, we only say, you know, we relate with those who say grace to you and truth in you. But if you don't say that, you say good morning and good afternoon. We, I'm sorry, we don't have anything to do with you. That is not Christianity. So we are going to break out of brotherly kindness to the streets where we show common people, even people who disagree with us and may abuse us, who will despitefully use us in your workplace, in your neighborhood, wherever. We can show them the love of God. Amen. It's good to be a Christian. Praise the Lord. It's good to be a Christian. When there is no testimony as in God delivered me from accident and God gave me food and God did this and, this, this and that for me, you can just testify to the glory of God that I am a Christian. Amen. I am a Christian. Praise the Lord.
we saw general challenges towards kindness. Challenge from the Father. He makes his goodness to extend towards the wicked and the righteous at the same time. And that is a challenge to all of us. General kindness, not even brotherly kindness. Never select those you think deserve your love. Don't select. Love all of them. Sometimes we even move out of our way to go and educate other people that uh, don't care so much about this fellow. That is not your business. Don't come as a wall between the love that somebody should have for someone. Don't come in between. Don't do it. If people want to set you up as a wall so that love cannot flow to others, don't be that wall. Don't allow it. You should be an intermediary of God's goodness and mercies to people. Not the other way around. And then we saw a challenge from the heathen. The barbarous people that met the apostle Paul and his team. And the Bible said they showed them no little kindness. No little kindness. You know, somebody can be so kind to you, you will never forget it. How many of you want people to be kind to you and you will never forget? Okay. You be kind to somebody so that they will never forget. Amen. You will never forget it. Don't always wish that you are at the receiving end of good things. It's not blessed that way, according to Jesus. Always see yourself as a conduit of blessings to others. Oh, but what about me? When will it be my turn? Forget. God knows how to meet you somewhere and heap all the blessings upon you that you have been given unto others. Now today, I want to take you a little bit deeper. We are talking about soaring the way up, add to godliness, brotherly kindness. We are doing straightforward Christian talk. We are not addressing something about the church, around the church. We are talking about Christian life. That is why we are here. For me to live is Christ. That is what we are talking about. It includes all of this. So I want to take us a little bit deeper today. And I want to challenge all of us towards brotherly kindness from the Godhead. From the Godhead. Amen. A Christian must believe in the Godhead. What do I mean by that? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen? God in three persons, blessed Trinity. When you read your Bible, 
you will see the distinctive yet the united play of the Godhead. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now what about the Godhead? There is nothing like the Godhead without love. They are a loving head. The Godhead, they are a loving head. God is love. Love head. God head. So number one, we want to look at love from the Father's perspective. And from that perspective, we are actually looking at ourselves like father, like children. So brotherly kindness shows that we are children of the father because the father is love. God is love. For God so loved the world. May you so love somebody. So love. Amen. Maybe you have been loving people. It's time to switch over and onward to so loving the people. Don't reduce your love. Enough. I've loved him and loved him and loved him. If God decides that he has been giving oxygen to human for a long time, suddenly 2022 is enough. Where will all of us be? <laughs> Don't deprive people of the love of God. Second John chapter four. Second uh, John four five, not chapter four. It's only one book. Second John, the epistle of the apostle John, verse four. I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth. As we have received the commandment from the Father. The commandment is from who? Amen. It's from Abba Father. From Daddy Father. And now, I beseech thee, or I entreat thee, not as though I wrote a new commandment unto thee, but of which we had from the beginning. That we love one another. I wrote a new commandment unto thee, but of which we had we had from the beginning that we love one another. Not as do I wrote a new commandment unto thee. So he is making an appeal for love from the father's throne. From the father's side. You can't call the father and hate. You can only call the father and love. Amen. That's why Jesus said to his apostles of fire. Who wanted to burn the Samaritan on a hot afternoon with Elijah's fire. That I'm sorry you don't know the kind of spirit that you are of. That's not how we, we transact matters in heaven. Or else I wouldn't have come to meet you here. But I've killed all of you and burned you, Peter. You, your boat, and the sea. 
<laughs> I would have burned all of you and the fishes. But that is not how I handled you. May we have mercy on people. First John 3 1. First John chapter 3, the verse number 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, He has conferred it upon us, like we will confer a degree on you, an earnest on you, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, does not know us because it knew Him not. Verse 11. For this is the message that ye heard from the beginning. And that message still stands. That we should love one another. You see, these days there are a lot of messages. It's amazing. Look at this. Clear message. This is the message. Not Aaron's beard. The message. Not sitting wood. The message. We have husbands and wives in the church. What do they need sitting wood for? A man must love the wife. That's what we need. There's a good Christian man whose wife is annoying him. He needs the message. Not sitting wood. Not the, the window of Noah's Ark. Shut the window and come and read apostolic scriptures. That we should love one another. That's, that's Christianity. We get so esoteric until we get out of relevance. Don't know what a guy is, is trying to talk about. Love one another. Simple. What does it mean? It means you and somebody. The person is called another. <laughs> now you should love the what? Another. That's all. Amen. You don't have to go to the third heavens and go and break these seals. Perhaps what does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. It means love one another. It means loving you and you loving me. End of story. Chapter 4 verse 7. Don't you like the truth this way? Just to be meandering and parambulating. Going round round like we're a space explorer. For what? Come on. Say I am inferior to none. Who has who has the who who has the most powerful revelation? And all these immature Christians, you know, who their ears are itching and they are going revi revi. What what do you mean? Settle down, come out from cloud nine and love somebody. Chapter four, verse seven. If you know people like that, quickly bring them to this church so that we can straighten them up. Can you say amen? Before they run crazy. Chapter 4 verse 7. Same book. First John. Beloved let us love one another. I don't know John's wife. The apostle. But his, his wife was really. Who really love. Because the man is always talking about love. May you have your husband like that. Amen. Some husband. You're always talking about prayer. <laughs> and anointing. But there's love. <laughs> Beloved, let us love one another. See? Another is somebody other than you. For love is of God. And everyone that loveth 
is born of God and knoweth God. People are trying to show us, you know, God and what it means to know God. This is it. You can't be, you can't get it more right than the Apostle John. Where were, where, where were you when he was John with Jesus? The people are trying to bring God very close to us. We are trying to take God very far away from the people. We want God to remain in his transcendence, but God is not only transcendent, he's also immanent. He's close to us. He's as close as the mention of his name. And you know that you know God because you love somebody. Pastor Ben, I know God because I love you. That's all. Me, I know God. I, I am one of those who know God among the seven, eight, nine billion people on this planet. That is a wow. I am one, some, I know God. <laughs> How many of you know me? Well, if you love somebody, guess what? You know God. What does it mean that you know God? It means you know God. Don't let anybody tell you, say, hey, it does not like that. Have you been to the third heavens? No, I've been to 1 John chapter 4, verse 7. And I know God. When I went to heaven, maybe you, you slept and then you just went to your village. And you were in a, somebody's nice house. What? We are enough with John's revelation about heaven. Enough. Because in any case, what you are talking about of I'm going to heaven, there are a lot of contradictions and inconsistencies. Eh? The Jesus you saw, he has a, you know, instead of white rope, it's a black rope. <laughs> it's an African Jesus. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad that I know God. For love is of God. Everyone that loveth is born of God. That is also big and born again. If you feel the smallest love, listen, the smallest love for a brother or a sister, you are born again. And then you know God. You know God. Somebody who knows God is not somebody who can preach and we don't even understand what he's saying. Number two. Christ laughs. The Godhead, he laughs. Christ laughs, but what does it mean? So when we laugh, it shows we are Christ's own disciples. Number one, it shows we are children of the Father. Number two, we are Christ's own disciples. It's not because I attended BFC, Believers Foundation class, but it's why I am a disciple of Christ. No. You know there are some people who got certificates here. But I wish they were disciples of Christ. Yes. I only wish. How can a disciple of Christ not come to the master's class? Right? And once again, I'm reminding you that Sunday, all of you are here. Do that exercise on people. If I remember, I'll ask you. Whether you have talked to somebody. Yes. I always wonder where are people. See this time. 
that it is maybe 8 p.m. or whatever, it's not too late. There is somebody who stays at Kodye. As I'm talking now, he is at Ebuakwa. <laughs> when will he get here? He's doing his own thing. In fact, somebody is now setting off from here and going to tech and will come back again to come and sleep. So this kind of excuses. Listen, let, let people, I am, I am orientating you for the assignment on Sunday. Don't take any excuse from anybody. No excuse. So that is, you are going from a position of what? No excuse. If you are like that, you will prevail over people and they shall be here. I have my own person I will talk to. And one another I will talk to. He won't win. <laughs> oh yes. It's, it's not going to win. It can be. You will be here. Praise the Lord. And this is a good rehearsal for even ZMC. ZMC, this year ZMC will be closing at latest is 10 30. Latest. I mean, earliest. Have, as for Friday, we will close on Saturday. <laughs> so, you better get used to it. Come to meetings like this and flow. <laughs> Praise God. John chapter 13. John has stolen the show in terms of love. John 13, 34. A new commandment I give unto you. This means that there was something wrong with the old commandment. It was the commandment of you slap me, I slap you. You remove my teeth, I will take one of yours. You pluck my eyes out, I'm coming after it. You come after my wife, I'm coming after yours. <laughs> <laughs> thank god for jesus and his new commandment by a new and a living way he has provided for us a new commandment a new commandment i give unto you and this is a commandment everybody can obey because there is a new heart that has come with the new commandment there's a new man everything works together for good that you love one another as i have loved you think about it how would jesus love you how you will have the greatest surprise of your life if jesus hates you i mean you don't expect it even when you 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 misbehave you expect him to love you think about it not because he's weak but it is already settled in your spirit that he is love and it is true that you also love one another. You see, you can't talk of love and then point yourself. The moment you say love, lift up your eyes and look for somebody else. And what the person is doing does not matter. It is just another. It didn't give news that the another who likes you, another who gives you your best treat. What? No, another, another. Another can be somebody you don't like, but he's another. Another can be somebody who did not do what you like, but he's another. Verse 35. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. You see that? 
if you have loved one to another. How Christians wish people knew we were his disciples because of worship songs and other activities. But Jesus himself has pinned it on love. But this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Chapter 15, verse 12. 15, verse 12. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Basically the same thing. First John chapter 2 from the verse number 7. First John 2 from verse 7. Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you. How could he? He has said that we may say. Watch out for people who are bringing new commandments. When Jesus said we should love people, they say no, curse them. Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which you have from the beginning. That temptation to be novel, to be new and smart is inconsistent with a faithful minister because there is nothing new. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the, the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write unto you which thing is true in him and in you because the darkness is past and the true light now shineth. Darkness has got to do with hatred. You know what we say of people? Because he's hating somebody. You can't, his mind is not clear. He that said, verse 9, he is in the light and hate his brother. He that said, he that said, he that said, he is in the light and hates his brother. He's in darkness even until now. It is Five or seven minutes past eight. Now you are in darkness. But he that loveth his brother. I want to be he that loves my brother. Abides in the light. And there is none occasion of stumbling in him. What he's saying is that those who hate people, they stumble. Even when the person is going, and sometimes the person even does not know that he's doing something against you. But you have picked all kinds of offense. When the person is talking with somebody, they are talking about me. Amazing. Instead of none occasion of stumbling in him, there are all occasions of stumbling in you. What a way to live. Well, you are stumbling. You think there are only potholes and stumps of trees on the field and on roads. They are in people. But he that hated his brother is in darkness. 11. And walk in darkness. I don't want to walk in darkness. And know it not whether he go away. You lose direction. You can't say the future belongs to me. It does not. Because that darkness has blinded his eyes. May you never fall victim to hatred of a brother. Refuse it. Don't allow it. It's too costly to destroy your future. To mess you up. It will confine you to a bed of affliction and pain and consumption. It will eat you up. You don't need it for one moment. And then of course, the Holy Spirit. They make up the Godhead. Son, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The, it, 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 the Holy Ghost laughs 
Therefore, when we love, it shows the Holy Ghost is operative in our hearts. The Spirit is operative in our hearts. Romans chapter 5, verse 5. Romans 5, 5. The Spirit is operative in our hearts when we love. It's a sign that the Spirit is, is working. Amen. You know, sometimes we have our own marks of the Spirit is working, such as people falling down. And yet, it's nowhere in the Bible. It is a, a deduction we have tried to make. You know, we try to bring a lot of evidence, remote evidences from the Bible. We are not saying that people can fall, but you know, and then this and that, you know. But don't claim it. This is what is clear and plain. When people are even manifesting evil spirits, say it is Holy Ghost. You want to know Holy Ghost? Love. Amen. You want to know evil spirit, hatred, witchcraft. Those things. It's hate. Witchcraft is nothing. Forget about flying. It is just hatred. And hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shared abroad in us by the Holy Ghost is given unto us. So when there is this movement of love in my heart towards a brother or a sister, it means the Holy Ghost is operative in me. First Peter chapter 1, verse 22. First Peter 1, 22. Seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit, unto unfeigned love. The word unfeigned is sincere, it's not fake. And it's through the Holy Ghost. You see how the Holy Spirit dealt with Ananias and Zephyr. He's a spirit of honesty, sincerity. So he administers sincere love into our hearts. He fires it there. If you are struggling in your love life, may the Holy Spirit kindle love afresh in your heart. Because some of us, we are not free in love. We are cautious, even when we are loving. We suspect people. We don't even... I mean... We are... Paranoid. That's the word. We are afraid somehow. Meanwhile, there is no fear in love. Because fear brings torments. Of pain love of the brethren. See, the, the direction of the love is the brethren. So it's not just love in the skies. It is love that has got an object and a target. See that you love one another with a pure heart. The Bible is saying, when you lift your eyes, what do you see? I see a brethren. A brother in front of me. Okay. Then, love. Amen. That is a challenge from the God. What do we stand to gain or to benefit from brotherly kindness? What do we what do we stand to? What is the importance of this open of brotherly kindness? It has taken us about two weeks on this issue. And we are safe on that grounds because we are declaring the whole counsel of God, which includes brotherly kindness. So what do we stand to benefit from brotherly kindness? Number one, it shows we are brethren. <laughs> It shows we are brethren. 
we are not brethren because we are sitting in this church but we are brethren because we love one another let me show you a practical scripture in acts chapter 7 it's about moses acts 7 from verse 24 Acts 7 from verse 24 and seeing one of them suffer wrong he defended him and avenged him that was oppressed and smote the egyptian for he supposed his brethren his brethren would have understood how that god by his hand would deliver them but he understood not and the next day he showed himself unto them as they strove and would have set them at one again saying says now this is the point i want to show you says you are brethren why do you wrong one to another so when we laugh we show we are brethren you are brethren why do you wrong to another why who, 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 who is motivating you what is provoking you you are brethren why do ye wrong to another it is not likeness like sameness you look like this person i look like you we, i have the same t-shirt you know i have the same uh, 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 brand with you same color uniform it's not likeness to each other that proof we are brethren but kindness to each other not likeness you know church life can can cover christian life because we have we are doing 10 years anniversary then when you come here it's like wow everybody is in the 10th anniversary cloth god is not mocked <laughs> He is looking for a brotherly kindness cloth more than your 10-year anniversary cloth. It doesn't mean anything that the church is united. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't convince God with externalities. He's, he, he looks within. The test of brotherhood is kindness. That's the test. First Peter 2.17 so even in our natural families don't make much ado about he's my brother he's my sister if you don't you are not kind to each other first peter 2 you know the bible says there is a friend that stays closer than a brother why is he saying that how come because the friend is kinder than the brother first peter 2 17 and all men love the brotherhood say after me love the brotherhood yes fear god another king the test of brotherhood is kindness number two why do we stand to benefit from brotherly kindness what do we gain from it it shows we are growing spiritually it shows we are growing spiritually philippians chapter 1 verse 9 oh it shows we are growing spiritually may we grow spiritually philippians 1 9 and this i pray it was so important to paul he prayed about it that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and uh, in all judgment your love may abound your love will increase amen you know those days you go and buy 
rice or gary then they measure it then some of it is overflowing you understand god wants our love to abound to overflow and it does not kill you be very careful the way you love the brother the way you love the people of god be very careful be very careful about what it is the person telling very careful that is going to destroy you even in our culture you know sometimes i overhear those things that somebody can call somebody and say be very careful how you love your wife we don't love a woman like that where how did you get where did you get that from when you hear anybody talking like that, that is satan incarnate from traditional mindset you must show a woman show a woman what the only thing you can show a woman is christ and christ is love we are christians we are not traditionalists amen first thessalonians 3 12 you must read your bible more than local proverbs first thessalonians 3 12 jesus said and the bible says it's more important than elders say first thessalonians chapter 3 verse 12 we are talking about inspiration not civilization and those things first thessalonians 3 12 and the lord see the lord is involved in this one the one you're talking about who is involved just his old experience and his disappointment in life and his stubbornness and the lord make you to increase and abound in love one toward another can i have an amen and toward all men even as we do toward you amen oh i pray but i will abound in love towards you i have to amen how much annoyance you can take is how much anointing you have they're talking about spiritual growth who is anointed how much annoyance you can take is how much anointing you have you see when there's no oil in a car it makes a lot of noise but when there's plenty oil there is ease so when you know you are anointed all the time you are cranky you are mad your anointing is very small <laughs> it doesn't matter what is happening that i can cast out devils no because you are casting people on top of devils vindictiveness i will show you it's not the proof of power kindness is the proof of power it takes strength to be kind more than to be vindictive is it the easier thing to do is to call for fire like the ones that the apostles were doing say jesus allow us to call fire now jesus said look at you you think you have power you are very weak people life in the spirit is not all about power you should you should make time and read a chapter of the anointing here in this book it it, it gives further explanation on that because sometimes our spiritual orientation can place emphasis on power when it comes to the anointing to the exclusion of love but that is not god you don't divide god like that god is god christian power is not brute force it is love 
force. I will show you. I mean, the way we, we, we are even talking, our whole demeanor has betrayed us. Whatever we are addressing can tell that apart from the spiritual business we are launching, I mean, if we find it or if we get him, we will deal with him. No? Don't take your Christianity from people that they may be popular men. We will beat them. No, a pastor does not beat people. I'm sorry. You call yourself prophet, apostle, or whatever, but that is not scripture. You are, you are, you are taking too much authority that does not belong to you. If Jesus got down to beat people when he was being crucified, will you be here? <laughs> and, and he, he himself, he said it. He said he could have called 10,000 angels to come, but he laid all of it down. Christian power is not brute force. It is love force. The test of spiritual growth is not spiritual gifts, but the fruit of the spirit. A gift never shows growth. A gift, it never shows growth. If I give a card to the tiniest baby here today, it doesn't mean that he has, he has grown. It's a gift. You can be gifted the, the day you got born again. It is fruit that shows growth. Because the presence of fruit shows three things. Time, test, and toil. And that is an evidence of growth number three what do we stand to benefit from brotherly kindness it is the initial it is the critical mass for the unity of the spirit when we say critical mass the last thing needed for a reaction to take place unity will never will never happen without brotherly kindness Ephesians chapter 4 verse 1 to 3 you can write that one down Ephesians 4, 1 to 3. Unity is not easy to achieve. If you think it is easy to be achieved, even if you are dressing, you see how you strike it because of color combination and many things. If there is going to be unity, it means that one of your dress is not kind to another. It is fighting. Blue shirt, orange trousers. <laughs> If there's going to be unity, the spiritual link is kindness. The chain that will build unity is kindness. Amen. Number four. What do we stand to gain from brotherly kindness? It will save us from killing ourselves. Think about it. From devouring one another. A brother told me of the church. I know where the church is. They were in the church before they knew what one brother had gone to the back and slapped another brother in the face. He landed the slap. And it was a marriage between the two of them. Someone came here from another place or church in the Sunday afternoon. And then he, he told me where he was coming from. A fight broke literally between two girls in the church over somebody. That is Corinthian church to the second power. No, we can't be at each other's throats that way. So, if there's no brotherly kindness, this is what will happen. We will kill one another. We will kill gifts in people. We will kill abilities. 
I will not allow you to do something. Can you imagine if I don't like Rev? All he would do in the church is just come and sit here and go. I will never let him do anything. And I'll be carrying on with my diplomatic pastoral work. But the mind is not good. Amen. This coming Sunday, Rev will be preaching in the church. It's a combined service. We are all going to be here. <laughs> Praise God. No, not this Sunday. Next week, Sunday. Next week, Sunday. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Clap for Rev. Clap for Rev. <laughs> Glory to God. So we will kill people. We will kill gifts. So no, no, no. This one will outshine me. Yeah. The way he is getting closer. We have to eliminate him. Like somebody said, he said, I will damage you before you, you manage me. <laughs> I mean, all kinds of wicked <laughs> imaginations. <laughs> May the Lord have mercy on us. When kindness is gone, bitterness can easily take over like an army. They are waiting. It's like light and darkness. When kindness is gone, then bitterness like an army, they will invade. That's what happened to Esau. And the Bible says we should be careful. He went all his life chasing after Jacob. It could be that he, the army Esau built, it was because of Esau, of, of Esau built because of Jacob. One man, he has made an army for a one-man assault. It will save us from killing one another. And finally, it makes conducive for the outpouring, operation, and ministry of the Holy Spirit. Don't play with this thing called kindness. You see, don't, don't think that we can, we can conjure God by prayer. When we go like, Kaba, hey, aye, then God will descend. God is not afraid of shouting. Amen. God gravitates towards kindness, gentleness. Then his spirit will get to move. Psalm 133. Psalm 133. Behold, how good and how pleasant. <laughs> Fragrance. It is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Exclamation sign. Two. It is like precious ointment upon the hair that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments. Something is happening. Outpouring. Operation of the spirit. The move of God. As the dew of Hermon. And as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing. May God command blessings upon us because of our kindness. When you make yourself an agent of kindness. You are setting the stage for blessings. It's a good thing. You make blessings to come upon your own house because you are kind in your house. If you fight one another in the house, you hold somebody's throat. You know, you, you judge your husband or you judge your wife. Look, there will not be blessing 
I'm telling you. Amen. Don't do that. For there the Lord command the blessing, even life forevermore. You know, some people, they die young because of chaos in the family. You will kill me or you kill me or you kill me and he dies. He didn't shoot him, but he died. Because of harsh treatment from Mr. Strongman. Oh, madam, no nonsense. <laughs> of course, in Acts chapter 2, that is exactly what happened. They were with one accord. Can you imagine if they were fighting in Acts chapter 2? People brought Peter's case up. Case number 5. Peter. And Komuchi no Kubie Dinu. Omohwasem. Oh, John, now we. That's a man Andrews, now we see where you say confusion. Anka upper room, no more bro munia, no more bubo masu. There'll be no Holy Ghost. The, listen, the 10 days, listen to what I'm saying. The 10 days was not a sovereign rule, they, they contributed to it. That is why somewhere I mentioned it's a critical mass. God is not mechanical. Like he does things three days, five days. There are some things like that with God, like the resurrection of Jesus. But there are some things, it needs your cooperation. If you don't do things right, it won't work. Look at, maybe you may not know, but it, it actually should have taken Israel 40 days to check out of Egypt to the promised land. 40 days. I don't know what kind of mathematics they were doing in the wilderness. It became 40 years. アディンティアヤノエニニアカサカサエナモセサイエセイエナウェイエノベ Husband and wife alone, you can delay your progress. Because there's no unity. So you are not meeting to discuss when to build a house. Because it's what built... Uh, oh, come on. I look to the west, you look to the south. Even sometimes to make babies. No. The sister has gone to his, her elements. Don't touch me. And the brother is jumping. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> it's true. So unnecessary delays. May we run faster by the oil of kindness. Now as we close. The Bible says. Preaching, teaching and warning every man. I want to drop a warning here of the abomination and destruction of those who sow discord among brethren. Number one, it is abomination and number two, it is a distraction for those who sow discord among brethren like farmers. There are people, they are very shrewd they are very slippery. 
They move from here to there. And before they move from here to there, they have sold this court. They sit up to set up people. Listen, we as for us, we will love you, but God will deal with you. This is his word. Look, security, like we learned on Sunday, is to abide in him. Just leave the word of God. You are secure. If people, if their mind is, oh, I'm in the church. I will set up people. I know what I'm doing. You continue to know what you are doing. We too will know what we are doing. Knowledge will pass knowledge. It passes knowledge. That dear love of man. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 6. You know, when I read this, I, I, I shuddered. Proverbs says, May none of us have a bag of seeds that sow this horse. If you have carried the bag that I throw it away, no matter how expensive the bag is. Proverbs 6, verse 16. These six things does the Lord hate. Yea, seven are the abomination unto him. Number one, a proud look. But he said it is not abomination. You can still flow with it. A lion tongue, no big deal. A hands that said innocent, but even that one, fine. Abortion. God will still sort you out. A heart that invites wicked imaginations. You are wicked. No problem. Feet that be swift in running to mischief. A false witness that speaks lie. Now the seventh. He that soweth discord among brethren. He by was a takra ujomo se bibisa. Is it true? You sow discord. So, this is Reverend Ben. This is Prophet Samuel. Then, you sit in between them. It's like, you are some angel from above. (laughs) But you know what you are doing? When, and the mystery is that, when Prof looks at your face. You are smiling. When Rev looks at your face, you are smiling. So we don't. Where is the problem coming from? The person sitting in 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 between is smiling to both, but the two at both ends, they are fighting. That is discord among brethren. Some people they have become victims of discord among brethren and the one who sold it has even died he has gone and they are still fighting except by the word of god they will even transmit it to their children continue the fight uh, i'm dying but continue <laughs> look at verse 14 the same chapter the abomination and destruction of those who sold discord among brethren Subomination and God will destroy them. You won't curse them. No, we love people. That's why he said, Vengeance is mine, say the Lord. When something is abomination to God, you can understand the implication. 614. Forwardness is in his heart. This man that shows this God. He's not straight. He devises mischief continually you see it is his life 
an accident which happened, you know. No, that is their track record. They are masters of the game. He sowed this call. Therefore, shall his calamity come sudden. <laughs> he took his time to do it to people, but his, his calamity will come sudden. Your own discord was not suddenly. It took time because you, you didn't understand what was going on. You started hating small, small. You started see, not seeing eye to eye small, small. But as for him, when the time comes, it's like somebody sitting on a chair, then you move the chair suddenly. He shall be broken without remedy. So, Apostle Paul says, preaching, teaching, and warning everyone. Where, how did they do it? From scriptures like this. May the Lord deliver you from becoming an enemy of God. You never sow this God among brethren to reap such a thing. Calamity. Suddenly. And being broken. Without. Look at it. Without remedy. This is something you do that you can be judged by God without remedy. May the Lord have mercy on us. Be on your feet and let us pray. Fill my heart, Lord, with love, with brotherly kindness as I walk through the narrow path. In the name of Jesus, go ahead and pray. Come on, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. This is Christianity. This will bring healing to our bodies, our souls, and our spirit. Yes, this will bring the outpouring of the Holy Ghost upon our lives, upon our families, upon our church. In Jesus' precious mighty name, Lord, deliver me from the slightest manifestation of unkindness of being uncharitable in any way never 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 thank you spirit of god in the name of jesus come on lift up your voice ask god for grace to love Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. Oh, and when I see you, the glory of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. I love you with the love of the Lord. When I see the glory of the I love you with Thank you, Heavenly Father. Working us mightily by your word and by your spirit to love one another. As for sowing this quarter among brethren, we never 
never be a victim of such abomination that brings sudden calamity and destruction. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message today. Visit us on Facebook at GTTI Page today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, the future belongs to us, we believe.